Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go, go, go. Listen, today I want to talk about one of those disciplines that Christ has encouraged us to do. And it's throughout the whole Bible that makes the biggest impacts in your prayer life. I mean, it would take a regular prayer and put it into a turbo drive and create impacts because one of the things for sure is God gave us the power of prayer because prayer changes things. Come on, prayer changes things. Amen. It does. Prayer changes circumstances. It changes people. It changes our hearts. It changes, I mean, it just changes everything. And we need to understand that we need to pray. And this takes prayer and turbocharges it, right? Here we go. Engage in fasting. We're going to talk about fasting today. Listen, this is so powerful. It's so easy to do. Oh, let me take that back. It's simple, but it's not always easy to apply. It really is because you're talking about denying yourself, right? So look at what Ezra chapter 8 verse 23 says this. So we fasted and entreated our God for this and he answered our prayer. Oh, come on somebody. That's right. I love that. You may have never fasted before and that's okay. If we really want something from God, this is a way to really, really engage the Lord in a powerful way. See, fasting is an act that Christians have practiced since the biblical times. I mean, way back in the day, even in the beginning, you you read about some of our patriarchs in the Bible fasting and praying for certain things to happen. It is a faith-based practice that helps us grow closer to Christ. That is so imperative, especially in the climate that we're in right now, the environment and the, the way the way the culture and everything else around us is moving. We need to stay ahead of the curve and fasting is a way to really take out all the things and kind of strip away the things in our lives and just really be able to listen to God. Fasting is a physical act that shows you're hungrier for God than food. Oh man, hungrier for God than food. And that is so powerful because food is a life-giving substance, right? It's something that our body, that our flesh requires. And when you start fasting, you're denying your flesh of what it wants. And you're saying, God, you're more important than everything around me, than even sitting down and having a meal. Listen, God, you're more important than all those things. I want to see you move in a certain area of my life. And I'm in, I'm in so hard and so much. I'm willing to deny myself so that you can move in my life. And it's so powerful to understand that even Jesus fasted. Jesus is the ultimate example for us, right? Even our Savior, Jesus Christ, our greatest spiritual example, even he fasted. Look what Mark chapter 9 verse 29 has to say about that. So he said to them, this kind can only come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Mm, By nothing but prayer 
and fasting. Jesus had just casted a demon out of a young boy. The disciples were trying to do it, but they couldn't get it done. They were trying to cast out this demon that was tormenting this young man. They prayed for quite a while to no avail. They just, it just wouldn't work no matter what they did. Jesus showed up and immediately freed the boy from his demonic bondage. He revealed to his disciples that fasting and praying was the key to his power. You see, we can walk in Jesus' power when we fast and pray as well. I believe that that was something that Jesus wanted us all to learn about the scenario. When there's certain demonic forces in your life, when there's certain habits that need to be broken, then fasting and praying can be used as a weapon. Come on, somebody. Fasting is a weapon. I gotta say it's probably one of the greatest weapons that we can use in our prayer life to change things around us, amen? In Matthew chapter four, uh, Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights before he launched his ministry. Launching his ministry was an amazing thing. And you got to remember that before Jesus started, I mean, he got baptized by his cousin John, right? And when, as soon as he got baptized, the Bible says the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. And he, there he spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting and praying and battling the devil. Amen. That had to be challenging, especially when you're hungry. I mean, some of us get hangry. <laughs> we get hungry and angry when we haven't eaten. Could you imagine fasting and praying? And of course, a total fast, not even water, right? And just for 40 days and 40 nights, just dug in and just really had an experience with God. And I believe that God allows that to happen with Christ, but he'll do that for us too. Listen, how bad do you want it? See, I love this. Fasting helps us take our eyes off the current situation and focus our need toward dependence on God. Oh, come on, man. Something simple. That's a lot to say. Fasting refocuses us. Amen. And it refocuses us. And of course, it really helps us to understand that we need and we are dependent on God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. What the word is saying here is that we need to focus. And since we've been raised with Christ, it's so easy to be distracted by the things of this world. And fasting refocuses us. It totally reframes everything that we see. Family concerns, problems at work, financial matters, all these things can weigh us down and become like a ball and chain that we drag around. But fasting and prayer helps us to refocus on God and to reset our priorities, man. See, sometimes we get so busy running around, it's so easy to to lose track, to be sidetracked and lose the, the order of our priorities, right? And then when we get to that place, it gets very challenging and sometimes it can be very uh, unsettling and it can be very um, uh, discouraging at times because we just kind of feel out of sorts. See, although not always a regular part of Christian lives, fasting is a proven way to see growth. That's right. Fasting helps you grow. So if it helps us to grow, then it's something that we need to practice on a regular basis. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 17, God's word says this, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Oh, I love that. Jesus, if you notice here, Jesus didn't say, if you fast. Jesus said, when you fast. 
That means that fasting should be a regular part of our lives. Even back in those days, those biblical days, the Pharisees fasted on a regular basis and they gave their tithes. And, you know, they even brought that before Jesus and said, man, but we fast and we give our tithes. Jesus said, that's great that you do those things, but don't leave out the love for the people, right? See, I believe that fasting will also increase the love in your heart towards the people God has called you to serve. That's right. So it should be a regular part of our lives. Our, our prayer lives are enhanced and become much more effective through this powerful discipline. And it is a discipline. It's something that we need to make a choice to do. See, it's our choice to make it. Let me ask you a question. How bad do you want God to move in a specific area in your life? Are you willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish what you desire? You know, I remember when I first came to Christ, Pastor preached about fasting on a Wednesday night service. And I remember clearly how I said, man, I got to start doing this because I was so bound up with stuff. I mean, remember I got saved, but I had so many issues in my life that needed to be broken. I mean, I had come to Christ and of course, you know, basically the Lord had taken me out of Egypt, but now he had to get Egypt out of me. Amen. That's what that is. That's the process of sanctification is now that you've come to Christ, now God begins to do a deep work in our lives and begins to change us from the inside out. So every Wednesday I would fast. So literally Tuesday night was my last meal. I would take all day Wednesday, take my Bible with me. And of course, but for breakfast, I would have the word. Come on, somebody. For lunch, I would have the word. Uh, before I went to church for dinner, I would have the word. Then I would go to church in a fasted state to worship God. And it was so powerful. I could, I could sense God's presence in such a powerful way. So I began to do that as a regular habit. And then I began to realize that when I look back at those days, how God moved in my life, how he moved quickly from that moment forward because I took it so serious that I was willing to deny myself. Listen, if there are certain things in your life right now that you're trying to make a decision that's super important, you're trying to see certain things happen, uh, you want to clear your mind, clear your heart, listen, clear your body. That's right. We know that fasting cleanses us too. It, it detoxes us, gets all those sugars and all that stuff out of our body. So, so every time God called us to do things, everything has multiple purposes, man. So while you're fasting, to get closer to God, your body is responding in a better way. As a matter of fact, I read somewhere that if you fast for three days, it resets your whole immune system. It begins to cleanse things out and your immune system gets stronger. It generates more stem cells. Like, this is powerful, y'all. God knew exactly what he was doing so our bodies would be stronger as well. When you deny yourself, you connect yourself to God. And then you pray and you read the scripture and applying what you're learning in God's word will always bear fruit. So if there's certain parts of your life that require God's obedience and you're struggling with it, then that's a place to target, amen? Target it in fasting. You'll see God will empower you to stay focused on what God is doing in your life. Listen, the devil would try to limit your prayer because your prayers limit him. Come on, somebody. That's it. The devil would try to limit your prayer because your prayer limits him.
Amen. God bless you, man. I'll tell you what, God's word is so good. And this topic is something that's dear to my heart because I've seen the results. I've seen the power. And y'all need to do this thing on a regular basis, man. Let's get serious about what God is doing and watch the impact that you'll make. Amen. Amen. Right now where you are, just lift up your hands. Just get in a posture of prayer. Just begin to magnify his name, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. We give you glory and honor this day. You are an awesome and a mighty God, and we worship you. We bring a sacrifice of praise before you in the name of Jesus. Father, help us. Help us to be disciplined, to fast. Lord, even if it's just one meal, uh, Lord God, occasionally, even if it's just uh, denying ourselves that breakfast or that lunch that we really want or that dinner that we really want, Father, help us start there, Lord God, and grow in the discipline of fasting, Lord God. We want to be closer to you. We want change to be broken. We want things to be released in our lives. And in Jesus' name, help us to exercise the weapon of fasting, oh God, in Jesus' name. And Father God, draw us closer to you. Our desire, Lord God, is to be closer. We know that the closer we get to you, the further we get from this world, the further we get from sin, the further we get from all the issues of this world. And Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord God, that you said that if we draw close to you, that you will draw close to us. And we thank you for that promise right now in Jesus' name. And Father God, help us and empower us. Empower us today to do your will. Holy Spirit, we need you to give us the power, the desire, the strength that we need to go forward in whatever you have called us to do. And in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. Empower us so that we can be obedient to your word because your obedience draws your favor, oh God. And we need your favor. We need your blessing upon our lives, upon our families, upon our loved ones, oh God, in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you, Lord God. And Lord, as we begin to fast, Lord God, we pray that you'll break strongholds, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Break strongholds in our lives. Break strongholds in the lives of those we intercede for right now. And even now, we lay hands on the prayer request right now that we have before you. Begin to break chains of bondages, Lord God, of addictions, of uh, break chains right now, God, of indifference and apathy right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, break chains, Lord God, of pornography, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Break chains of gambling right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, chains are being broken right now. Father God, break the chains of depression right now. Lord God, let the things fall off. I declare that people are getting set free right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. But we know that, that you are a God that delivers. You're a God that sets free right now. And everything the devil is trying to do right now, we cancel it in Jesus' name. We command freedom upon my brothers and sisters and those on our prayer list right now, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for those that we're praying for to be saved. We know that even now, the process has already started. We know it may get worse before it gets better, but we trust you and believe you, oh God, for their salvation. And help us, Lord God, to remain faithful, Lord God, in prayer, to be faithful in our faith, to trust you, Lord God, for those that are being saved. We thank you for those that are being healed right now. Father God, physically and mentally, spiritually, 
in whatever way right now that your healing power be loosed upon them, that all the stress will be lifted from their bodies and their minds right now in Jesus' name, oh God, that they will sense your healing power upon them right now. We know it's by your stripes that we were healed. We received that and we thank you for it, Lord God. And we praise you for your provision. Provide for every need right now, God. There are so many needs, but we pray for it because you're more than willing and able. You are able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ever ask or think according to the power that works within us. So loose, Lord God, even now in Jesus' name that you are willing and able to meet every single need of those on our prayer list right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for restoring and healing families and relationships, Lord God. I just thank you and praise you right now, Father God, for your goodness. Father, we thank you for the victory. Come on. Father, we thank you for the victory in every prayer and every need that right now, Lord God, that our faith believes you and trusts you for it, Lord God. Just put your hands together. Begin to praise the Lord. Begin to thank him for answer prayer right now. He is doing it. He is moving on your behalf. Receive it. Declare it. Proclaim it right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Listen, some of y'all getting ready to go to work. Your job is your mission field. Oh, come on, somebody. That's right. You're not just employed. You're deployed. That's right. I'm going out. That's my mission field. All those people around me. I'm going to share the love of Jesus at work. And people are going to be drawn to you, oh God. Because if we lift up your name, you would draw everyone onto you. Amen. So listen, go out there with joy. That's right. Man, you guys are amazing. Thank you for your prayers because my desire is just to get the word out, man, so that people will be blessed. Amen. Share, share, share. Do me a favor. Share this thing, man. Share it with others. Let others get connected to what we're doing. I believe God is doing great and mighty things in our midst. Amen. Amen. And listen, I close every gathering with a scripture. 2 Corinthians 7.16 says this, Therefore, I rejoice that I have confidence in you in everything. Paul writes this to the Corinthian church. He says, man, I have confidence in everything that God is more than able to do. Come on now. That's what we need to do is walk in that confidence. And listen, God's going to do something. I'm just proclaiming it. I'm speaking it over you right now. Be prepared to be overwhelmed by God's blessings. They may come with challenges, right? But just be prepared because every battle becomes a blessing. Amen. Every, every challenge becomes something amazing. And when you have the confidence that God's going to do it, guess what? God does it. Amen. So listen, let me pray the Lord's blessing over you right now. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance toward you and give you peace today in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for being part of the, of our walking in the spirit family. And I just thank God for you. And I thank God for what he's doing in our midst as well. So remember, share, share, share. Amen. Share it. And remember this as well. When you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. God bless you and have a blessed day.
blessed day. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.